0: This is LAFC in 30, I am Max Bredos, welcome to episode two of the 2019 season where we look back at the home game here at Bank of California Stadium against new boys, the expansion team FC Cincinnati. Where can I start? Well, how about this, LAFC away two weekends where are they go to San Jose, demolish the earthquakes five zip, hat trick from Carlos Vela, then they go to the nation's capital, demolish DC United four zip, hat trick by Diego Rossi everything is hitting their marks. Best offense in the league. Defensively, hadn't allowed a goal in 235 minutes, and now you have two bona fide MVP candidates in Vela and Rossi. The opponent, FC Cincinnati, would certainly provide a stiff test, exceeding expectations in their first season, looking to follow the blueprint of previous recent expansion teams. And maybe there was some hope as LAFC somewhat short-handed. Injuries keeping Lee Wynn, Adama Diamande, and Andre Horta out of the 18. But as we know, LAFC loaded in so many other positions and the fans here after two weeks where they were irresistible, ready to welcome the guys in black and gold back in a big way here. Let's show you what happened. Another memorable night, the offense and defense as well chiming in. My plus one, Ian Joy. This is LAFC Replay. I'm Max Bredos, Vince LaRosa joining me. This is where we look back at a classic game from LAFC legend and lore. Today, we go back to April the 13th, 2019 at Bank of California Stadium, where LAFC took on FC Cincinnati. The new boys, Vince, against the not-so-new boys now.
1: Yep, expansion on
0: expansion. Very exciting, so we're gonna go through the game, the 30-minute condensed game for your viewing pleasure. You can sync up our video, go to 214 on the time code, in LAFC in 30, and that's where we're going to begin our commentary. Our commentary. If not, listen along, and we're going to have a good time. So let us get started. LAFC Cincinnati in 3, 2, 1, go. Able to get a couple- All right, Vince. So uh, Cruz for a here we are. This is uh, LAFC coming off an incredible stretch of results where they were just thumping people. And look, they're right at it again. Diego Rossi at the doorstep. I mean, this is the, the run where they went on the road and thumped San Jose, went on the road and thumped D.C. United. They were scoring goals for fun. Yeah, and if
1: you remember this game, there was 22 shots on goal from LAFC. And obviously, we just saw one. They that got, that got it going less than five minutes into the game. That's That's a great A scoring chance right there from Diego Rossi. This was... This was a moment, I remember this match, I remember them flying very early, and then Cincinnati kind of started to get a little bit going here, and as we're watching, we're seeing that Diego Rossi chance. If you're remembering Christian Ramirez, starting as a center forward here, that's back when he was with the with the club, this is a moment, though, where you see kind of that interchange. You start to see Carlos Vela in, in that moment as a, as a number nine, moving into spaces, and and seeing how they can kind of dictate play and, and move back and forth and create chances as a fluid front three.
0: Just for LAFC. So coming into this game, poor Cincinnati. This is a season one. Things aren't going great. Things would get worse for them as the season wore on. But LAFC had played six games. I believe they had scored seventeen goals. They won five of the six. They drew the other against New York City FC. Is Latif Blessing? You know, when we look at Latif. He's a guy who's an everyday player now he was at the end of 2019 but at the beginning of the season he was still looking for a spot looking for a regular place where he can contribute
1: yeah this is only like the third or fourth game where he's starting at at central midfield and we still i think still in these moments we were wondering like is this gonna are we gonna keep latif as a central midfielder or is he just filling in the time because remember lee win is out of the 18 for this game um so this was another one of those moments where we got to see that that latif uh, industrial spirit, because basically he was everywhere. I mean, he had to be that extra outlet because since he was really clamping down on Mark Anthony Kay and Edward Atweset playing through through the midfield.
0: Yeah, as Cincinnati, I don't know they they won less than a handful of games. It is uh, they knew what they were facing—a team coming back home after a incredibly successful road trip. I also remember. I got to call this game. I was actually on my little European trip. Oh, I missed traveling. Hopefully we get to do that soon again. But this was about, you know, April of 2019. LAFC continues to push forward. But, you know, Cincinnati, they have to be – they have to play a smart game. And that is spoiling the play if they can and putting a lot of guys behind the ball.
1: Yeah. I mean we just saw the the Carlos Vela foul. We're used to seeing Carlos Vela have, having guys draped all over him. Here's here's a here's a chance coming up from from Beta to to Christian Ramirez, and we've talked a lot a lot about set plays and how they, LaFC how can they get better? It's it's in moments like this, whether it's just reading the moment, Carlos just basically is going to launch this ball out to to Beta and just see that there's a there's an opening. I mean, if LaFC can go from being one of the highest scoring teams of all time to really hammering teams on set pieces, look out, man.
0: By the way, as I see Christian Ramirez, he's now with the Dynamo. And his name did come up when Joseph Martinez uh, blew out his knee, a chance for Cincinnati at the other end. And I don't know, there's, they're going to determine who replaces it. But certainly Ramirez might be a low-cost option to go to Atlanta. Time will tell when MLS comes back to normalcy. We don't know when that is as LAFC and Cincinnati get boggled up in the midfield.
1: Well, see, so you look. You look at that moment, and Kenny Safe, who it was probably his best game with MC Cincinnati, because he basically disappeared after that, and they sent him back after his loan. But he had a, he had one of his best games. But in this moment, that was LAFC not being able to find. You know,
0: that was Darren their, Maddox?
1: Darren Maddox hits the hits that ball, and then LAFC is able to get out. But LAFC not being able to find ways to play through their midfield and face goal. Uh, uh, Latif Blessing is kind of back to goal. He has to go backwards, and then they basically create a problem for themselves and that's where you end up with this with this moment to, to have a uh, a set piece chance
0: so should we call this the kenny safe game <laughs> i guess so i don't in the, think in the ml edge in the mls uh time capsule this is what it shall be de- determined as offside there on cincinnati
1: oh, not even close right Oof. like i loved when you guys went back and you go oh yeah He's, he's
0: off. He is out by yeah. quite a bit. Ian Joy was our plus one. So. He was. Yeah, Ian Joy is getting a lot of reps. Ian has now moved to New York, so wish him the very best as he's done some great work with New York City FC during this pandemic. And check him out on social media and on the... What is the name of that? What is it? Yes Network. Yes Network.
1: Yep. As a former defender, I'm sure Ian liked that little movement between uh, Mark and, and Jordan Harvey. And also this. This is... This, this, to me, is LAFC defending with – look at – that's a look center. He is. Walker Zimmerman's yeah. a full 25 yards from, from midfield, and he's basically deciding, I'm going to get that ball no matter what. And if you rewatch the replay, notice that someone goes to run in behind. It's Edward Atuesta. Um And that's what allows LAFC to do things like that is basically you have defenders that say, I'm going to defend in this moment, and then I know that someone is going to pick me up behind. And if you re- rewatch that play where Walker steps up and they create a chance – just watch Edward Atwester run into that, that spot in behind Walker to make sure that in case things go wrong, there's someone else there.
0: That's a nice held run by Mark Anthony K. Just maybe a smidgen quicker. Mark Anthony a little disappointed there, but his head would come up here shortly. But you can see LAFC peppering the Cincinnati goal, knowing one goal. You don't want a repeat of what happened. I always look at that game against the Chicago Fire where you didn't score against the team. And they just dragged it out and it worked and worked. But LFC's found a way for that not to happen as we look at the Capos in full voice. Backs turn. If you talk to Jimmy Lopez or Julio who do the Capo, they don't watch the game by and large. They have to yeah, watch it later.
1: They're going to appreciate this then because we're going to do a little uh, – whole. Jimmy, Julio, thing. how are you doing? Welcome. There they – You know, Diego Rossi just took an elbow to, to the face. Can I just say it, it's not a game. It's not an LFC game unless Diego Rossi gets elbowed in the face. It seems that it happens once a game.
0: Puts his hands to his face as
1: if uh, he's walked through a spider web. He's got to find a different way to fall, because I think with the referees, when they see him They're fall that him. way, they they yeah. don't want to give him the call. So he's got to maybe fall, maybe fall left or right, see which one gets you more calls to start, and then fall the other way once they start to catch on again.
0: I'm glad you said that, because there are some legit fouls that we have seen that have not been called, and you wonder, is there a reput- reputation around man goes down Vela, no Ooh, we'll take what was, another
1: look. what was your what was your final assessment
0: on this Max? it's always penalty. a penalty it's always, always a penalty look at we, Di- <laughs> Diego's first so maybe Diego maybe the the pro refs are going well that Rossi guy we don't know we don't know but I thought it was I mean look this movement run by Vela. yeah yeah yep. the That's run the the you came around the, r- the right leg It was Mm -hmm. a foul on the right leg. Yeah, that's a foul. Yeah, to me, he he goes
1: from behind. I mean, it's always a dangerous moment, especially in the box. But, you know, obviously, they're going to – ball never lies. They're going to create something out of this ensuing corner. Uh, But that that movement, uh, the ability to to see Diego Rossi burst into space, and then Carlos is just so smart to just fill in that spot. And that's West you know, the ball's a little bit bit behind. But he he disguises it well by keeping his body facing – facing the goal and being able to play any any direction. And that's what basically keeps the defenders honest in that moment.
0: All right, so here it is, making some lemonade. After not getting the penalty decision, which they should have, set pieces, LAFC gets so many corner kicks, they would love to get more goal opportunities out of them, but once in a while, it does work out. The header to the far post and do the dance, Mark Anthony. Oh, Latif cut him short. There it is. <laughs> I, lo- I love I Mark Anthony goal because he has he always has something planned,
1: um, and he doesn't. mean, he scored quite a few this season. I mean, more than more than you would expect for a, a midfielder that plays box to box in the style that they play. But he always has something something good and something smooth planned for for his uh, celebrations. Yeah, this
0: is what you call they call in Latin America the peinado, which is the comb overheader. Where you kind of, yeah, you pull, it's like you're combing your hair, you're going from one side to the other, and you go post to post to score the goal. Well, and
1: what you have in that moment is you have, obviously, the, the heavies. You have Zimmerman, you have Christian Ramirez coming in from, from a deeper position, and, and Mark's going to just come off the line, and usually, guys aren't going to follow you, so basically, they're just trying to create confusion in there, and what happens is Mark goes alone while everyone else follows, you know, Zimmerman and, and Christian Ramirez, and like you said, just a simple comb over header it's not simple um but he definitely makes it
0: look simple anybody that wants to ridicule soccer i challenge them to put on a header to do a header with a ball crossing it at some velocity which it was i challenge you because if you miss time it by the millisecond it's going off your face yeah all right so lfc get the payoff they had to be a little frustrated because this was they were scoring goals for fun as they say and Cincinnati was putting on a uh, a brave face. Eventually, LAFC did get the goal, though, which really would, you would imagine would change things uh, somewhat to Cincinnati's tactics. But they still stayed firm in their defense.
1: Yeah, it changes tactics a little bit. But you saw right there—that's kind of what Cincinnati wanted to do: make sure you get into LAFC before even the ball is played. You may let them know that you're gonna be there. Uh, Walker's a little upset
0: because that's definitely
2: oh,
1: a foul. oh moment.
0: I'd like to say hello to Tyler now in Minnesota?
1: I'm going to say that – I'm going to actually have something very nice to say about Tyler in a minute, but I'm going to say something bad about him here. Even the pass that he was considering making would have been the wrong pass in that moment if you look at the way that this is dispersed. He's thinking about playing to Walker. That's not going to be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> Some, a, <laughs> sometimes in those moments, you've just got to go long and you've got to be decisive.
0: Yeah. Here they come, LAC. I, 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 I've been – your attention just goes to Latif the way he peppers around the field repeatedly, always in third, fourth, even fifth gear. And then it gets a bit, a bit out of control, and you can't blame him. Carlos Vela was really beaten up in this half. That was Cincinnati. They wanted to shut down the player, and they would get their way. Even the penalty decision wasn't awarded.
1: Well, we'll see on the replay. I mean, the plan a challenge. Pretty heavy and really what he's mad about is he hits Carlos so hard that Carlos goes over the top of him. Carlos had no idea what was going on there.
0: You know, the old meat of the sandwich.
1: Yeah, I mean that's just flat bodies on top but it, it starts from the challenge and it's fine. You come in with a heavy challenge but leaving the foot in and then you know standing over him and you got to like Mark anthony Kay coming in and, and just saying you're not going to talk to my man like that.
0: I hate soccer fights. They're the worst. <laughs> There's just so much in there. It's like the push, the shove, and the getting in the way, knowing full well no one's going to. Hit, it's not going to escalate. So let's stop that. All right, Tyler, what do you got here? That'll work. Yeah. See that? We're, in that moment, that's
1: fine. You can, you can play a soft little touch there, but he, he's trying to figure that out in a different time.
0: Oh, just a magical run by Carlitos. And we're going to head towards the end of half number one, where LAFC would like to be up more than just a goal, but mm-hmm. certainly so here, don't want to be tied here. That- with some, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, the Kenny safe game. Oh, beauty. What That's a Tyler post to
1: post. So I said I, I would I'd have something not nice to say about Tyler, but I would have something very nice to say after. You rewatch the save. I mean, this is textbook if you're a goalkeeper, because you have Tyler basically – Trusting his abilities here. He's keeping his feet soft. He's he's reading the play. Look how aggressive he is in this moment. Stepping forward, stepping forward, and just the, the quiet feet. It's what allows goalkeepers, you know, you, you think you want, you know, to be dynamic, to have movement, but really you keep those feet quiet and then you just trust your reactions. That's what Tyler does right there. The guy's going to beat you top corner. He's going to beat you top corner, but don't guess. And I think too many goalkeepers guess in that moment, but Tyler was able to, to keep his nerve and really stand tall, and that's, I mean, that's, to me, one of the top five saves of the season.
0: Wow. And I I know my broadcast mate on YouTube TV, Mark Rogandino, who was a goalkeeper at San Diego State in his heyday, always wanted to see Tyler make himself bigger in that goal because Tyler's a big guy. And look, Tyler is still very young in his development, no longer an LAFC player. But, you know, Minnesota thought highly enough to make him their number one. There's still so much potential, and I'm really keen on seeing him develop into a very confident number one because he does have the skill set
1: yeah when tyler trusts what he can do and doesn't get you know kind of inside his own head which as a goalkeeper it's tough to do that i mean you're the you're the one guy everyone either sings your praises or brings brings you down but when he trusts his ability like he did in that moment he can be he can be a number one goalkeeper
0: easily yep and he's in a minnesota club that has had a very good offseason bringing in some players that have had a great start, albeit small sample size, with two games in 2020. Here's Carlito. Carlito's on his ice skates. It really is just put some ice skates on him, pretend he's on a pond. It's beautiful.
1: Oh, that chip goes Maybe. in.
0: He drags, I mean, it's always worth to see how many players he drags with him. I know it's hard to find a teammate there, but look one, two, three, four. Following him, And there, he does get the good pass off to Rossi, who's open. Rossi, clamors. And that was the only real play, I think, is that by that time, the Cincinnati defenders had marked up. Yeah, I
1: mean, you look at the the sheer amount of Cincinnati defenders that are in the box when Carlos finally chips that ball, it looks like six guys. But you you see how the dynamic of the game changed a little bit. Cincinnati was pushing more men forward. And LAFC was finding – when they were able to find Carlos between the lines and they were able to find him through that first wave of pressure – that's where chances like this were being created. And basically, he was just having the ability to look up and see guys ahead and just find runners ahead. And, we'll, you know, you got you got the, your Rossi chance. The only saving grace for, for Cincy was the fact that they kept narrow and they just put men in the box. I mean, you couldn't shoot through. It was like a forest.
0: You know what I liked about this play? It had Vela and Rossi in their prime positions. Carlos is great on that right side where he can chip it in. And that is where Diego gets most of his goals underneath the 18-yard box where he has most of the goal mouth in front of him. So that's where he's proven to be very dangerous.
1: And I, lo- I love the touch and shoot.
0: Yeah, one touch only need. Again, LeFC leaving Cincinnati in on it. Harvey coming all the way across to play a little central defense to deny Kenny safe. After all, it is Kenny safe's day. <laughs> Kenny safe game. Well, we, talked, we talked Where about- is Kenny safe right now? Like in Belgium?
1: Back in Belgium, sure I believe. Kenny, if you're Kenny Safe, if you're watching this, let us know how you're
0: doing, Belgium. Yeah. I imagine he's now in the states with his family, uh, sitting through this like all of us.
1: We we sung the praises of, of Carlos. We sung the praises of Tyler. I mean, that's that's a moment. That's a big time backline moment. This was a third shutout in a row for this team, so the backline definitely was humming along at this moment. And Jordan, that was just a that's a veteran move to kind of get get underneath the guy in, the, in that pivotal moment and make sure that <laughs> Kenny doesn't get a good good read on that.
0: That stretch of almost goals from Josh Perez. There's one of it, and then the hands. You know, Carlos did everything in his power to get him that goal. He would eventually get his goal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was actually kind of it was endearing in the, some of those games to see Carlos want so bad. And then there was other times where Carlos would actually walk over and say, "Hey, you got it if you just do this, or you curl it there." There was little moments where it was just kind of cool to see him, you know, be the captain and, and kind of will his teammate to get that you know break his duck on in the, in those moments
0: so breezy there in the capo our peeps Walker's receiving attention he, he's not afraid to thrust himself into the middle of the action and as a result um, he he finds himself squeezed in there on on some pretty nasty contact
1: yeah I mean we had the one replay where he gets the yellow card uh, but that was a whole game guys were just chip they basically what they're doing they're trying to chip guys while while the balls in the air and get them off balance and then just kind of run with the havoc and get second balls. So Walker took, I remember this game, Walker took quite a beating because he was trying to win every single challenge in the air, be first to it, and they, they were willing to let him go up for it as long as they could get a little dig into him. Um, and I think at this point, he was just it was just too much, and it was his time to maybe get, get some ice and get some uh, treatment.
0: Yeah. All right, 85th minute. The job was almost done as the North End was jumping for L.A. football club. All right, so LAFC, again, clean sheets are great, and they've been picking them up as well. By the way, FC Cincinnati, uh, 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 as Danilo Silva comes in, a cautionary tale on how to build an expansion team. The way you do it, you can't always be like Atlanta United or LAFC, but Cincinnati picked some guys that had some baggage, some scraps off other tables when they should have probably vetted some guys a little better. And they have, they have a long way ahead of them. This now in stoppage time. And the second, Carlos Vela with that ball across and the insurance goal. And Carlos, you know, he averages a goal a game. So you know he's going to score one.
1: Well, you talked about it, Carlos. In the moments, we kept seeing Carlos in those prime positions where he's on the run. He's got, you know, some space in front. He's got runners ahead of him. He played those few balls. He said this time, no, let me just finish this game off. You know what it almost reminded me of? Is I remember talking to him after the Toronto game from 2018 when he, he hit that ball, that hit off the goalkeeper, hit the crossbar, when I said, man, what, what were you thinking at that moment? He said, I was just tired and I just wanted the game to be over. And I feel like this was one of those moments where they break the first line of pressure. You find Carlos. When you want to talk about soft passes, we, it's a term you hear that the LAFC coaching staff say a lot. Soft passes, what they mean is there. And that ball that Edward are at to us to place, Carlos is able to just keep his stride, take a delicate touch and keep the ball rolling so he doesn't have to slow down at all. And then, like I said, he just sees the moment where he says, hey, they're really narrow right here. I'm just going to go right past Watson, and I'm going to make sure to finish this off, and I'm done.
0: Look at him. And, and in the 93rd minute, I just, just a little uh, side dressing here is the full bore sprint by Diego Rossi to give him an option. That's why we love Diego. The effort is relentless. From minute zero to minute ninety or minute ninety five as is the case here. Mm-hmm. I mean look at the fitness level of these guys. It it's it's a testament to how they prepare.
1: Yeah, this is the point in the season where you, you'd like to see the team start to kind of hum along and you see those the commitment to runs, like you said, in the ninety third minute, Diego Rossi willing to to bust down, you know, right through the heart of the fence and basically create kind of a diversion, another
0: option that Cincinnati has to, to worry about. Yeah. You can see the difference in the body language. Cincinnati, I mean, they're losing, but the legs look real heavy, while Cincinnati, I mean, like LAFC, looks like they have plenty left in their legs. All right, so LAFC, keep it going. Six wins in seven to start the season, unbeaten through that, setting the table for what would be a Supporter Shield victory. We're going to hear some sound from uh, the particulars here, right, Vince? Yep, we'll hear hear some sound, and then you and I come back and do do some final thoughts. All right, let's hear – What was said after the game on April the 13th as Bob Bradley and company defeat FC Cincinnati to
3: Nilski. You know, the coaching staff, they do a good job of analyzing how the other, our opposition defend corners. So I think that, um, you know, we knew that there was a good area to get the ball in. And if we had the right amount of guys in that spot, it didn't really matter. There wasn't anyone it was meant for. It was just to be in a good spot and knowing that guys were going to be there and someone's going to get on the end of it so <clears throat> we work on it a lot in training um and you know it's nice when it pays off
0: good flick by jordan on that. yeah
3: yeah so <laughs> it's weird it's weird how when it, it happens so quickly but yeah carlos again puts in a very very good ball jordan gets a flick on it and somehow he just puts it in my you know direction and it actually takes the weight off the ball and makes my job a lot easier so now people think that i'm a thread in the air but We'll see if I can get a third one, and then we'll talk. But uh, yeah, no, it's been good so far. Yeah, tonight I don't think we were as sharp as I'd like. Uh, you know, the, the kind of football that we want to play in terms of the quality of every pass, the timing, finding the right spaces, uh, some of those things still went up and down. So it uh, makes for a hard game. Uh, they worked very hard, put a lot into it. Uh, the good news is still that uh, we get a shutout, and that, uh, in terms of just the mentality of the group on a night when maybe the football isn't the best, I think that that part was positive. Uh, and, and you know, you remind them that that's uh, when, when you've had these. Uh, Last two games, which end up as as feel-good games, where you've got leads, and now guys are getting goals, and everybody's excited that they're still the part, uh, especially when we come home to Bank of California, that teams come in with game plans. Uh, We saw it a lot last year. They tried to uh, be physical and disrupt the game as best they can. Uh, early in the in the game, uh, I think they went very tight to Edward Atuesta and Mark Anthony Kay to try to stop some of our buildups. Uh, when we were smart at finding spaces, when um, they moved uh, and and opened up some spaces, and Jordan came into certain pockets, or Latif was able to find the next ball, then we were much more fluid. But some of those things, like I said, went up and down on the night. So good win. Uh, still a lot to work on.
2: I'm a DP player. They buy me for for do this this couple of things. So I get that responsibility in my team. I'm trying to do my best to produce the most things possible every game. And I'm trying to be a good leader, a good teammate. So I'm trying to do all in the right moment in the right situation. So I'm pushing myself. I'm trying to be the best Carlos Bella as possible, and I think I'm doing well. So I I start to I start really well this season, but it's it's long, so I have to keep uh, working. I have to every game show something for my team, and I hope we can do a, a great season.
3: Carlos. The end of games, how different is it this season through seven weeks compared to what you guys were experiencing last year, your mentality, the results, and finishing teams?
2: Well, you know, in the end, every project needs time. And last year we was, was all new. Some moment can we can respond like like we're supposed to do. And this year we know each other. I know and they know how. Play every every player, so it's much much easier to to finish the game in better ways. So I think the the chemistry is great, and we are trying to be the best team in the league. So we have to win every game or try to play good and try to win every game.
0: Carlos, uh, you got
1: eight goals in seven games. Is this the best you've ever felt in your career?
2: Well, I feel really well. I feel good in, in the way I'm playing and the way I'm scoring goals, but the most important is the team. The most important is help my team, uh, help my teammates. So I'm working hard uh, to do that. So I'm happy, but still I want to do more. So I'm trying to work really hard every game, trying to do different things, new things every game. So I hope I can be in, in this line.
0: All right, Vince, we'll give our final thought about that game. I just remember it's always energized at Bank of California Stadium, but it was about 20 days since there was an LAFC home game. So, and they would hit the road again. They would go to Vancouver after this, the, the game where they would lose their first season. So people knew this was a good spot to soak it all in. Great evening atmosphere, and LAFC, as as they tend to do, put on a great show. But I I, I certainly remember that, the smoke constantly over the field. It was a wonderful event, and obviously being on YouTube TV, calling a game at home there. For me personally, it doesn't get better than that.
1: Yeah, it was such a great game, and I remember at about the 86th, 87th minute, I had to go down to the pitch because we were going to do our post-game interview. Uh, I happened to run into to Mario from ESPN 710 LA. and He asked me, hey, you want to put the headphones on for a second? You can listen to to Dave's call. And I got to watch the Carlos Vela goal while hearing the call live. And it was one of the coolest moments. I mean, it actually reminded me back in the day of being was, with my, was there any delay? There's no delay
0: on that whatsoever, right? There was right? no
1: delay. So it was like literally having so, – it was like having you or having Dave literally be next to me just calling out a game 100% and, and just in real time. It, it almost reminded me of those – Times I would go with my dad uh, to baseball games and he would have the uh, headphones on so he could get the radio commentary because you can always get a little bit more color than, than the yeah. live action. So uh, that was that was something special to me. And then bigger picture, like you said, it, this was uh, – LFC hadn't been at home for a while. Um, they had been flying though. And this was the moment where even though they get a 2-0 victory and they get 22 shots, uh, they had to work for it. So I think, um, you know, we started to see – I obviously, realize, hey, it's not always going to be easy. Um, and in these moments, we got to win some games where we got to we got to push through it. We got to be physical with teams, and we got to get past them. Um, so I think this was a good moment. But like you said, they they're going to go from here. Unfortunately, lose their first game. Uh, but six six wins out of seven, it's it's tough to beat that as a start for for any MLS team.
0: Add it to the list of things that I do miss about Bank of California Stadium at the half of home games when Dave Denholm comes out of his radio call and he seeks us to either go, Wow, I want to play, or, or file a complaint and go, Hey, we got to do better here. It's like clockwork. He comes over, he loves the game. So we, we, we love Dave. But we miss him as well. We hope to see him very, very soon. We'll get him out here maybe on LAFC replay one of these days, see if he can uh, provide a little audio. Yeah, that'd be great. All right, I hope you enjoyed it, LAFC Replay. We'll be back with another LAFC in 30. Before you know it, Vince LaRosa, Max Bretos make sure you check out our podcast available where all pods are available inside LAFC. Great guests coming down the pike as well. So long for now.